1: back to Old School with DP and Jay on 93.7 The Ticket and the ticketfm.com. Welcome back. Old School 42464-5685. Four, 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 uh, Dusty says this from the Sardar Hammond text line. What up, DP? What up, Dusty? Uh, do you think Bryce will be on and stay on an NBA active roster next year, or will he have to do G League for a while? If he can hang, I'd like to see him at the Bulls. We were just talking about it on the break, and there are comps and conversations that are happening about the McGowan brothers. And there's a certain NBA expert, and I don't even put air quotes behind it, who actually said, he goes, look, I love Bryce McGowan, but I love Trey McGowan. Like, for the NBA and the way the game is played now and in those high-level moments, like, if you're – Trying to play playoff basketball. That you would be more inclined to lean towards Trey and get more physicality and maturity. Yeah, he's a little
0: bit more day one ready, just because of the he understands. Like Trey's played in college for way longer. Mm-hmm. He's older. He's more mature. So he understands the pace and in the type of basketball you need to play night in and night out. He's just been through it before, and that's just it. I mean, he's just he's just older. Bryce's potential, and then when, but when Bryce somehow figured out what he needed to do that second half of the big 10 season it was a different player you know and Bryce had to learn like look dude this isn't this isn't AU or high school you can't you can't float that as much whereas Trey knows um Trey can give you position flexibility at the top to I always say the top of the key so that's like your one two and three um probably could guard a four in a pinch if it's a pop four um but definitely one, two, or three, he can give you definitely on-the-ball presence as far as uh, defense. Definitely can, you know, run the point as, like, uh, off the bench. Um, I'm sure he's improved his outside shot, so it'll be a knockdown. And he can go to the rack, so um, – and he's a good teammate. He's tough and stuff like that, and he's got – his body is ready. Um, so that's where, you know, you know you know, you do some comparables. That's where you get a statement like that. Um, So they're both going to make their way. You know, look, they're basketball players. Um, You know, sometimes NBA careers aren't, you know, it doesn't pop where you start. It's like you got to find the right, you know, uh, mix, mix of teammates, um, mix of players, organization, um, and the opportunity. And you see it all the time. You see, oh, man, this guy never really played at this place. But when he went to, you know, so-and-so place, I mean, it's like Zach Levine, right? Minnesota, he was just kind of like a run-and-dunk guy. Well, now he's at at the uh, Bulls, and he's like an all-star. Like, how does that happen? How does that happen with even Andrew Wiggins? Just depends on the situation, organization, who he's surrounded by, and then how long it takes him to to develop. We have to remember, especially in Bryce's case, he's extremely, extremely young. Um, You know, I guess you could say immature, just because he hasn't been on this earth that long, um, versus other guys that are, you know, maybe a little bit older and more seasoned. But it, it's, for everybody, there's a transition period. Um, you know, the LeBron Jameses and all those guys that have come out and they kind of are instant, you know, impact players, those are like once-in-a-lifetime in a type of players. That's why you're talking about the likes of LeBron James of being the best of all time. So everybody else is kind of in the same boat, opportunity, put in the work outside of, the, you know, when the, I would say when the lights are off and then taking advantage of your opportunity. And it usually comes within the first two seasons or maybe the three barring any injuries, and, and um, you know, I look forward to see both of them. They're going to flourish, um, and when they get their chance, they'll, they, once they figure out how to make it, um, they'll continue to make it.
1: A couple of, of projections this morning have one has Bryce going number 27 to Miami. Uh, another has him going 28 to Golden State. Uh, another yet has him going number 26 to Houston. Uh, And then finally, uh, it was also number 25 to the San Antonio Spurs. So somewhere in that range. And then the beauty of that is you you get to get some of these numbers. So the range between the the slotted salary caps for drafted players from number 20 to number 28. If he's 28, he's going to make over the next three years, he's going to average $1.7 million a year. If he goes as high as 20, he will average $2.3 million a year. Also, just know the endorsements, that the moment that they get drafted uh, and the day that they sign, endorsement deals become active uh, that have been negotiated. And I will tell you this. Most of the players who are in this space already have endorsement deals locked up if they fall within the slots. The slot will determine the actual amount that works and then they will make additional money on top of that and then you get into the local sponsorships and that sort of things in the cities in which they get drafted too. So it is a big business night tonight in the NBA. We'll throw, go to break, come back, we'll close out old school. One, two, and three. We We kind of know who the three are. But will be not sure where. We'll talk more about the NBA draft when we come back. You're listening to Old School with DP and Jay. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.